Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere. Quality podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, and Spotify, and many others. Hit subscribe now. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, black and white sports fans, let's talk about Major League Baseball. The Cleveland Indians now have announced a new name. This team, known as the Cleveland Indians, ever since 1915, are victims of cancel culture because their name somehow has been deemed offensive. You know, just like the Washington Redskins, they actually had to change their name from pressure, corporate pressure, actually. And they still do not have a name. It's just known as the Washington football team. But to me, they're always going to be the Washington Redskins, you know, and I'm a I'm a Cowboys fan. So, you know, that rivalry with Washington is very, very real. We're starting to see really, folks, the destruction of name representation in sports. Any type of Native American name. In sports, they're coming after you. Now, the Atlanta Braves said that they're not going to change the name, but we'll have to see what actually happens with that. But let's go ahead. Let's dive into this, guys. Cleveland Indians undergo name change to become Cleveland Guardians. Known as the Indians since 1915, Cleveland's Major League Baseball team will soon be called the Guardians. And that is the logo it's still in the same format as the uh, the Indians. Uh, honestly, folks, I really don't like this name. I don't. Maybe it's just because I'm so used to them being the Cleveland Indians. I mean, they've been the, the Indians since before my grandparents were, were born. It says here, though, known as the Indians since 1915, Cleveland's Major League Baseball team will be called the Guardians. The baseball club announced the name change Friday with a video on Twitter narrated by actor Tom Hanks ending months of internal discussions triggered by a national reckoning with institutions and teams to permanently drop logos and names considered racist. Now, guys, how is it that the name Indians is racist? Now, you even have people from India. They call themselves Indians. How is that racist? I mean, I just don't get this, man. This is nothing more than uh, some kind of an awakening, you know, or being woke. That's exactly what this is. The choice of the Guardians Guardians was undoubtedly will undoubtedly be criticized by many of the club's diehard fans. Of course. That team is the Indians to their fans. I don't really blame them for for criticizing the name change. The organization spent most of the past year whittling down a list of potential names That was at nearly 1,200 just over a month ago. I mean, 1,200 names, really? 
but the process quickly accelerated. Team owner Paul Dolan said last summer, last summer's social unrest touched off by the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis spurred his intention to change the ball club's name. Now, folks, I don't get it one bit. How in the world could the George Floyd incident? What does that actually have to do with the name of your team? I just don't get it. It's completely ridiculous. You know, maybe people from India also should actually change. Stop calling themselves Indians, you know, because of George Floyd. But of course, you know, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. This is nothing more than corporate pressure. And Tom Hanks gave a whole entire narration of it. You guys can check that out for yourself. But I think this is utterly ridiculous. Completely, completely ridiculous. I mean, they're coming for you, Atlanta Braves. Believe me, they're coming for you. Florida State, they're coming for you, being known as the Seminoles as well. Even though the Seminoles are completely backing Florida State. I mean, Florida State and the Seminole tribe, they have... A good relationship. But you know what? To these people out there, these crazy people out there that just want to cancel every single thing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Trust me, this will continue. This will continue. I mean, the Indians not being known as the Indians anymore, you know, starting next season. I mean, if the name is so bad, why don't they just drop the Indians right now if it's, if it's that racist? Why are you keeping a racist name then right now? You know, same thing with the Redskins, you know, it's not racist. It never was. But this is the destruction of sports, man. This is just the way it is. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. Oh, President Trump has come out and he has made some comments slamming the super woke Cleveland Indians. That's right. I said Indians, just like I'm not backing off the fact that it is the Washington freaking Redskins. Okay. My God. Once again, once again, I have to sit here and tell you we have a large Native American subscriber base. You know what? They overwhelmingly are not offended by freaking nicknames for sports teams. My God. President Trump, our President Trump, has come out and absolutely destroyed the woke Cleveland Indians. But before that, I've got a question. My significant other is Native American. How much Native American are you? Over 50%. And you are a what, Indian? Cherokee. Cherokee. Are you offended by the Cleveland Indians name? Hell no. What about the Washington Redskins? Nope. That's a hell no. She said she wanted to make sure you guys understood that was a hell no. Not offended by any of these Native American names. Personally speaking, 
Most of the Native Americans I talk to say the same things. Uh, we actually feel a, kind of a sense of pride that some of these uh, sports organizations has has grabbed these monikers. We know the Florida State Seminoles, they have fully embraced the nickname of that university. Absolutely. I mean, good God. Let's just get to the, the story. This is ridiculous. Such a disgrace, New York Post. Trump blast Cleveland Indian name change. President Donald Trump blasted the Cleveland Indians Friday over their name change announcement. Quote, can anybody believe that the Cleveland Indians, a storied and treasured, well, he said cherished, but I said treasured. How about both? Baseball franchise since taking the name in 1915 are changing their name to the Guardians. The 45th Commander-in-Chief said in a statement, such a disgrace and I guarantee that people who are most angry about it are the many Indians in our country. What did I just say? Right here on the spot coverage, we got an answer live right here. Wouldn't it be an honor to have a team named the Cleveland Indians? And wouldn't it be dis disrespectful to rip that name and logo off of those jerseys. How about the major league movies? I just thought about that. God. After months of speculation and internal discussion, the Cleveland Indians announced that they will be changing their name to the Cleveland Guardians. The change is set for following the 2021 season. It should also be recognized that in the XFL, there's a New York Guardians team. Congratulations, Cleveland Indians, for stealing the nickname of an XFL New York team. Wow. The franchise originally announced its intention to shed the Indians' name in December, acknowledging that the moniker is offensive and insensitive to indigenous peoples. Hey, is it offensive to indigenous peoples? No. no. There we go. Okay. Cleveland's Major League Baseball team has been known as the Indians since 1915. This is despicable, guys. The name change also came after several years of petitioning and challenges from Native American groups and fans around the country who rallied against the team name and controversial Chief Wahoo. Really? Because I just, boy, I failed to buy into much of that. Owner Paul Dolan said that he had an awakening or epiphany after, after the death of George Floyd, the race for the most woke. An unarmed black man whose murder in May 2020 by a white police officer was recorded and shared with the world, sparking national reckoning on race. Reactions have been mixed, but the former president's position was clear. Quote, the people of Cleveland cannot be thrilled, and I, as a former baseball fan, cannot believe such as this are happening, a small group of people with absolutely crazy ideas and policies is forcing these changes to destroy our culture and heritage, Trump said, likely making reference behind cancel culture. At some point, the people will not take it anymore. In 2018, the team began distancing itself from its traditional imagery, 
as they stopped wearing the Chief Wahoo logo on their jerseys and caps. An absolutely historic and great logo. Cleveland is the second team to bend the knee. Washington's NFL franchise dropped its Redskins name and is temporarily playing as the Washington football team, which is still ridiculously hilarious. Look, Redskins, just keep Washington football team. I mean, just keep it. Embrace how freaking stupid this all is and leave it the uh, WFTs or the WTFs or whatever they are because this is this is dumb. This is dumb. I'm I'm trying not to cuss in videos these days, but I'm effing pissed about this Cleveland Indians situation. It is stupid. I will give the Atlanta Braves credit because they did exactly what they should do. They made a quick and swift statement saying, we're not changing our name, period. We're just not doing it. But we know how this goes. The media will start to firestorm. The leftists on Twitter will go crazy. And eventually, there will be no Chiefs. There will be no Braves. We know how this will go. Chicago Blackhawks, you're on the clock. Good to hear from our President Trump. On this nickname change, I think he echoes what a lot of us thinks. Like I said, large Native American subscriber base. You heard it live right here. Somebody that's Native American, over 50% Cherokee, telling you, hell no, it is not offensive. This is pathetic. Major League Baseball has become a really pathetic sport. I mean, look, the NBA is still worse, I guess. But the fact that they moved an entire game out of a state, making a blatant partisan choice after listening to Joe Biden? Come on. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Uh, I hope Big Tech doesn't nail us over a, you know, President Trump video, right? Right? Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. First, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day, the right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. You're tuning into 
black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Live. We're going to talk more about this crazy COVID meltdown in the NFL. Yesterday, they passed the Cole Beasley rule targeting, and I'm sorry, but they are targeting players that don't want to get vaccinated, all right, which I believe that they that should be their own personal choice. Um, again, I understand the NFL is a private entity, but there are certain things as a intimate personal bubble, in my opinion. And to be clear, I don't give a damn whether you choose to get vaccinated or not. Why? Because it's your own damn business. You've got people like Gerardo Rivera out there running around claiming it's his right to know if you're vaccinated or not. Point of fact, no, go F yourself. It's not your right, Geraldo. And next, and, and you know what? Let me keep it real, real with him real fast. Don't vote for Trump next time he runs because it's clear you're not on this side of the aisle. Okay, homie? You're not. I don't care what you claim or who you claim to be friends with. Geraldo Rivera, you are a loony leftist. Let's just be real. Okay, now, the other day, Michael Irvin came out and made some comments in regards to getting vaccinated and the fact that he's saying, you do everything you can to win. And we know, and look, Michael Irvin's one of my favorite, all-time favorite players. He's one of my all-time favorite analysts. Am I going to get the best technical breakdown of, of a game for Michael Irvin? No. But I'm going to get fiery passion that I absolutely know is connected to winning. And I love it. Okay? Brady's had it. Brett Favre had it. Joe Montana had it. All these players throughout the years, you don't see it enough these days, by the way. There's one thing that's always clear. Michael Irvin wants to win. Okay, so I am inclined, by the way, Jerry Jones backed his statements, okay? And it's probably because Jerry knew this vaccination rule was coming, which is a clear competitive issue, which is why we're covering it on this channel. This is more of a stick-to-sports channel, but this rule is going to affect wins and losses and players' salary, okay? So it falls into a different category. It's going to directly affect that, all right? When you're talking about players having been forced to possibly sit out, elite athletes, again, this thing may bounce right off of them, okay? Well, Michael Irvin has come out and clarified some of his statements, and he's made a point to say, for him, for him, this is not a political issue at all. So we're going to go over that story from... Uh, pro Football Talk. By the way, uh, make sure you subscribe to this channel and to our podcast, which is growing like crazy. Michael Irvin, my comments weren't political. They were about winning. Hall of Fame wide receiver Michael Irvin sparked a lot of debates this week when he said that players who don't get vaccinated aren't doing everything they can to win a championship. Irving said he's fine with people arguing about it. But he, he, that he, those arguments shouldn't be political. Here's what gets me. I don't mind you coming after me. I don't mind you saying what you say. Do two things, though. 
don't put me in your political discussion, Irving said on KRLD-FM via Dallas Morning News, quote, oh, right wing, left wing, I don't give a damn about that. I don't care about the right wing. I don't care about the left wing. I only care about a ring, not the right wing, left wing, a ring. I don't care about conspiracy theorists. Oh, they're trying to kill us. If the government wanted you dead, our asses would all be dead right now. So just shut up with all that. Although COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective, Irving said even if he worried about side effects, he would have gotten this shot when he was a player because he wanted to do everything to win. Quote, my thing is, even if I had them, even if I had those fears, that's that. there's something here. I am going to get vaccinated because the fear doesn't override my desire to win a championship. NFL teams with fewer vaccinated players will will be a competitive disadvantage because they have more restrictions on team meetings, access to facilities. Irving is right that unvaccinated players aren't doing everything it takes to win. Yeah, but the my problem again is the fact that it's tied to a competitive advantage. I don't doubt that for Michael Irvin himself, this is about winning. Okay, it's one of the reasons Jerry Jones, this is arguably Jerry Jones' favorite player that ever played for him. He absolutely loves Michael Irvin. We know what side of the aisle Jerry falls on. He is intimate friends with Donald Trump. Even to this day, they have nearly a daily phone call with each other that lasts 10 or 15 minutes where Jerry Jones and Donald Trump shoot the shit. For Michael Irvin, in this one instance, do I believe this is political? No, I don't. I don't. I do believe him when he says, I would put anything in my body, and we know Michael Irvin has, let's be real, he would put anything in his body to win a championship. Without a doubt, Michael Irvin wanted to win a championship at all costs. At all costs. Some could argue Tordal shots are part of that equation, right? They take those now. All right? They've taken them for years. All right? It basically numbs your body for a certain amount of time while you get on the field. Uh, So I don't necessarily buy that Michael Irvin was shilling a certain part of the aisle. He was just saying, if it was me, and Michael Irvin probably knew this rule was coming... He was saying for him, singular, he would have taken this shot because it will influence the competitive balance. My issue is it influencing the competitive balance. I don't feel like it should. Okay, I feel like the NFL has overstepped its bounds when wanting to remove player salary and wanting teams to forfeit games. Okay, I think it's a bad idea that the NFL is not padding in the potential to make up a game here or there, all right? Because if you're going to freak out over this thing as a league, you should be prepared to possibly have to make up games. I think it's ridiculous that Goodell and the league wants to freak out over this thing to begin with, which is my problem. I don't give a damn if you get vaccinated or not. It's none of my business. And in my opinion, as a private entity who has the right to make it their business, they shouldn't make it their business. That's my point. That's my point. Uh, so, and of course, Cole Beasley and Michael Irvin got into it. 
man, this thing is gone crazy. There is players after players after players, and we're going to cover it. Players after players after players slamming the NFLPA. You've got players coming out saying that they're they've got their teammates' backs, regardless of whether they get vaccinated or not. Which, by the way, is how a locker room's supposed to work, but it's not going to. You're going to get some fighting in there. I guarantee you. Tell me what you think, black and white live fans. Uh, look, some of y'all might not like the fact that uh, I, I think Michael Irvin is not being political. I don't think he is. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, there's too much known history for Michael Irving wanting to win and being willing to do whatever it takes to win. He may be the most competitive NFL entity I can ever remember. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and white sports fans, I think everybody can agree that we're living in a much different world than we were actually living in in 2019. 2020 is probably a once in a lifetime year and 2021 has turned into that as well. Now, when it comes to sports, talking about the NFL, there's been a lot of controversy over the last couple of days about if players should or should not be getting the vaccine. Now, I want to be clear about something. We are not experts on this. Don't listen to us for any type of med- medical advice. Talk to your own doctor. That's our advice to you. OK, but the NFL has definitely put in rules in place. And also, you know, companies in general, when it actually comes to going back to the office, going back to work, the NFL, I believe, just sent a statement with what we're going to be talking about here in this video, because now Minnesota Vikings assistant coach Rick Dennison has now been fired because he has refused to take the jab or the vaccine. So let's dive into this, guys. This was pretty shocking to me because I was actually out in town running some errands and then I pulled up my phone and this popped up. This really did shock me, folks. And this just really, I believe, is going to send a message to the rest of the NFL, the non-players, probably even some of the players, because we know what Cole Beasley has said about it and several other players, too, as well. Like DeAndre Hopkins is actually considering considering retiring. This has gotten really, really crazy, folks. And training camp is going to be starting in like a week. So check this out, guys. Rick Dennison out as Minnesota Vikings assistant after refusing COVID-19 vaccine, sources say. After refusing to receive a vaccine for COVID-19, Rick Dennison is out as a Minnesota Vikings assistant coach, sources told ESPN on Friday. Dennison, who had served as the Vikings offensive line coach, run game coordinator the past two seasons, is believed to be the first NFL position coach to leave his team after choosing not to receive a vaccine. Okay. Uh, the vaccine is required for all tier one staff, including coaches, front office executives, 
equipment managers and scouts. Players are not required to receive the COVID-19 vaccine, but will face strict protocols during training camp and throughout the season that vaccinated players will be able to forego. In a memo released by the league this summer, the NFL said any unvaccinated tier one staff member must provide a valid religious or medical reason for not receiving the vaccine. Losing tier one status prohibits coaches from being on the field and in meeting meeting rooms and having direct interactions with players. So I believe that that uh, Rick Dennison here. I guess he didn't provide a valid reason to the Vikings or the NFL. So he was pretty much pushed into a corner and he's no longer employed by the Vikings. And I highly doubt, folks, that he's actually going to end up getting another job unless he decides, hey, I want to continue to coach and get the jab. Man, I have a lot of things that I can actually say on this, but I highly recommend that you guys check out blackandwhitenetwork.com, pick up a membership because we actually dive into more controversial topics over there. And this would actually be one of them. But I'm not going to dive too far into that right now. But I do have a problem with him losing his job. I really do. But, uh, you know, it's not just the NFL. There's other companies out there that are requiring uh, the vaccine. But some companies are making accommodations, you know, for employees that don't. Now, I get that the NFL is definitely going to be a lot different, you know, than the corporate world. Kind of hard to work from home when you're actually trying to coach and be on the field with the players. I get that. But man, the NFL, I believe, has just drew a line in the sand is that if you don't get the jab, you will not have a job. I think that message has been sent loud and clear. I believe that the players now the players are that's a different category. They don't actually have to get it, but they're going to have more strict protocols that they actually have to abide by. So in a case of like Cole Beasley, yeah, he's going to have to abide more, abide by more hardline protocols. And I believe that players are going to end up going against players. This is not a good look for the NFL whatsoever. But it says here, Phil Rauscher has been promoted from assistant offensive line coach to Phil Dennison's position. Sources told ESPN. The Vikings also hired Ben Steele, who had recently been hired by Auburn as a special teams analyst. To fill the position Rasha had held since 2019. Dennison's departure comes at a time of transition for the Vikings offense, which will be guided by first year offensive coordinator Clint Kubiak. Kubiak, 34, was promoted to fill the role his father Gary held in Minnesota during the 2020 season. With 27 years of NFL coaching experience, Dennison was considered a vital piece in helping bridge the gap. For the younger Kubiak, given his experience calling run plays and knowledge of the scheme the Vikings have used since 2019. Guys, this is this is just shocking right here that. uh, This guy actually lost his job because he refused to take the shot. Now, the players, you know, the players actually have their players union. So I guess it's a whole lot harder to keep players off the field. But I don't believe that uh, any of the coaches actually have that type of protection. So Rick Dennison out. 
as the assistant coach of the Minnesota Vikings. I guess he will not be getting another coaching position this season. This is just strange times that we're living in, guys. Very, very strange times that we're living in. NFL season starting back up, and they already have controversy that has nothing to do with football. And like I said before, guys, you check what your medical provider to do what's best for you. Rick Dennison, he made a choice himself. That's his business. And I don't really care what you guys do for yourself. You do what you got to do. But we're not giving you any type of medical advice on any of this. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. This is very, very concerning, folks. Very concerning. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, mop fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi Coffee delivered to you today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. We're going to talk about Maria Taylor because now you have websites, part of the media. I don't know if this is considered mainstream media or not, but whatever it's it's considered, Outkick slammed them. We've got a supposedly feminist website out there that is shilling for Maria Taylor. Now, what's odd about this supposedly feminist website is you're shilling against Rachel Nichols, who last I checked was also a female, but I guess that's not woke enough because I guess it needs to be a black female to qualify. So not only are you feminist, but you're also freaking racist. Gotcha. All right. So let's get to this. Let's get to this. Uh, it's really strange the way this whole Maria Taylor thing went down. Supposedly, feminist website lies about Maria Taylor's situation. A lot of people are lying on the web these days. Take Geo Media's Jezebel, for example. Good grief. Over on the entertainment side of things, folks, there's a website out there called The Mary Sue. Well, they're a 
feminist, ultra-woke entertainment website. I guess maybe Jezebel is that sort of thing. I don't know, hell. Jezebel, self-describes as supposedly feminist, ran the following headline on Thursday. Reporter Maria Taylor is leaving ESPN after network failed to discipline her colleague for racist comments. What? Okay. And or she priced herself out of the market. The only part Jezebel got right is that Taylor is leaving ESPN. The rest is factually incorrect, thus a lie. First, Taylor didn't leave ESPN because of the network's reaction to Rachel Nichols' com- uh, leaked audio tape. Instead, Taylor chose to leave ESPN because she overplayed her hand. She demanded $7 million more a year and decided to burn down the company by portraying her bosses as racist. It's hard to walk back into those doors after that. Furthermore, Taylor had calculated that if she could not extort, and that's really what she was trying to do here, folks. She tried to play the the race card to extort more money from ESPN via a useful idiot at the New York Times that NBC's properties were of a higher profile. Taylor's offer from ESPN, uh, NBC includes a role on the Olympics and possibly a future spot as host of Sunday Night Football. I would assume that would be the sideline reporter, right? Second, ESPN didn't fail, as Jezebel claims, to discipline Nichols. Uh, what? After someone in Taylor's camp finally leaked Nichols' audio one year later, ESPN removed Nichols from her role on the NBA Finals. The NBA Finals to Nichols is the Super Bowl to Aaron Andrews. Aside from letting Nichols go, which ESPN could ultimately do with a buyout at some point, ESPN couldn't punish Nichols worse. She moved her from her number one event, which, by the way, Rachel Nichols has actual grounds for a lawsuit there because it's in her contract that the NBA Finals is her gig. That is part of what she does along with the jump. And here's where it gets good. Nichols' comment wasn't racist. Here were Nichols' actual comments, which Jezebel accidentally forgot to include. Of course they did. I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football. She covers basketball, Nichols said last July. If you need to give her more things to do because you are feeling pressure about your crappy long-time record on diversity, which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just find it somewhere else. You're not going to find it from me or taking my thing away. He took her thing away anyway. What line was racist? Does anybody know? Uh, None of it, point of fact. Nichols is correct that Taylor's skin color was a factor in ESPN's decision to move her to Countdown, despite Nichols securing that job in her contract. We just talked about that. That's not racist. That's the truth. In reality, skin color is a factor in every decision at ESPN, which essentially admitted this in a memo saying it's working to put diverse voices in position of power, not based on qualification, but skin color, guys. Wow. ESPN and most other major corporations are making an effort to put more black hosts on the air, which, by the way, guys, that's just against the law. It's supposed to be anyway. 
You're supposed to hire the best candidate and not to be judging anybody based on skin color. Good God. Look, for the record, I don't give a damn what color you are. If you are the most qualified, you should get the job. But if you are not, you shouldn't get the job. To properly execute that goal, the decision makers must at least factor in the candidate's skin color. That's how it works. That's racist. I mean, let's just be real. So, again, Jezebel didn't only write this lie for clicks, but also to paint Maria Taylor as the victim. Credit one of my Twitter followers, I guess, for the heads up. And there is the actual headline uh, from this website. Good God. All right. So, that's what happens. The exact example of how the media blatantly takes something, twists it into their own narrative, and shovels it out as fact. It's not fact. And Maria Taylor is no longer at ESPN because she wanted upwards of $8 million a year. And ESPN, even the Marxist ultra-woke ESPN of China, the worldwide leader in woke, even they are not stupid enough to give somebody who's not a first-run talent... I'm not saying Maria Taylor isn't talented. She is. But let's be real. Nobody is tuning in, turning on a program to see Maria Taylor like they might for Tony Kornheiser or for Stephen A. Smith or in the mornings Mike Greenberg or at one time Mike and Mike, Mike Golick. Does anybody remember actual guys with talent? Scott Van Pelt? Guys that people used to tune in for. Chris Berman. Maria Taylor's not moving that needle. And point of fact, neither is Rachel Nichols, but at least Rachel Nichols seems to realize that. And I will tell you what's uh, what I should say about that as well. At least for Adam Silver in the NBA, Rachel Nichols did move the needle for them because they were pissed that she got removed from the NBA Finals in lieu of Maria Taylor. Well, that's the first time that the NBA hasn't made race an issue, and I don't know how long. Must have been a slip-up by the NBA. (laughs) Adam Silver missed LeBron's memo. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace. I'm out. Till next. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Live. Oh, there's been massive fallout around this NFL vaccine rule that dropped yesterday. What's being dubbed the quote Cole Beasley rule. As we know, Cole Beasley has been very outspoken about the fact that he does not want to take this vaccine. Guess what? The floodgates opened, and we found out many NFL players are not ready to take this damn Wuhan shot. And look, I've said before, if you choose to take it, it's your business. If you choose not to take it, it's your business. And yes, I know the NFL is a private entity, and they can choose to tell their players to take it. But... It's a question of whether or not I feel like they should do that. I don't. I don't agree with it. Uh, I think there is certain things as a personal space, personal bubble. And these kind of medical issues 
when you're talking about something that intimate as getting a vaccine, okay, there's people out there that don't want to get vaccinated for anything, period, all right? And, again, I think it's your choice. You should be able to do what you want to do without fear of repercussion, all right? And the reason this is a story that we're covering on Black and White Live, it's because this affects the competitive balance of games now, okay? And, look, the fact is, you can be vaccinated and still get this damn virus, all right? A, a lot Johnson & Johnson's vaccine, for example, you can still get it, and it just lessens the symptoms once you get it, all right? And so what happens, NFL, Roger Goodell, if a player gets it, they've been vaccinated, are you going to punish them in the same way that you're willing to punish un, unvaccinated players? Are you going to punish the team? You're talking about taking away salaries. This is a massive deal. So let's get to the story because a lot of these players are not being shy. John Feliciano, a Buffalo Bills guard, and there's something about the Bills they don't want this shot, okay? They do not want this shot, and I give them credit for not keeping their mouths shut. Let's get to this, because this guy also gets slammed by Corona, bro, Mike Florio. After Thursday's memo, anti-vaccine sentiment could cause locker room discord, without a doubt. Teams with high vaccination rates will have a competitive advantage. I don't like it. I hate it. They will minimize the potential internal turmoil. It's ridiculous. In Buffalo, a full-blown COVID schism could be on the way. After Thursday's memo, making it clear that teams can't play to COVID outbreaks among unvaccinated personnel, in addition to Cole Beasley's periodic anti-vaccine Twitter rants, guard John Feliciano has opened up his views on the matter. At the same time, receiver Stefan Diggs seems to be on board with the simple logic tying vac vaccinations to availability to play. Well, yeah, it's tied together, but should it be? Quote, it's been proven that COVID has been made in a lab. That's Feliciano. Fauci is also part of Pfizer. And that's why people don't want to get this vaccine. Sad to come to the realization that you cannot trust the government. Wow. Even if COVID was made in a lab, this is Florio, of course, weighing in with his uh, Corona bro take. Even if COVID was made in a lab, in parentheses, it's quite possibly it was. Oh, are we on board with that now, Florio? Really? That doesn't matter when it comes to beating it. The vaccine has been proven to reduce instances of serious injury and or death for those that get it. And the persistent, parentheses, inaccurate attacks on Fauci. Stop it, dude. Come on. on. On Anthony Fauci, traced to one specific person to whom Fauci refused to kowtow. And now, and, and that person got vaccinated nearly dying from COVID pneumonia. There's no point in trying to get Feliciano to unbrainwash himself. Yeah, okay. So now uh, you got to take shots at the Bills guard and call him brainwashed. Even as far-right politicians like Ron DeSantis and far-right commentators like Sean Hannity urge their base to get vaccinated, in turn, avoid dying from COVID, but there are folks in this so-called movable middle who finally may snap out of it and get vaccinated. I seriously doubt it, Florio, at this point. 
I'm starting to believe most people that's going to get vaccinated have already done it. The, quote, stick to football point is now clear. Some teams will have locker room issues, especially if players continue to refuse to get vaccinated even after Thursday's clear indication teams who can't play due to outbreaks among unvaccinated will forfeit games. The teams that can avoid such problems have a better chance of competing with those that can't. And look, my whole issue with this, again, I don't care what you choose to do. It's none of my business, but I also believe it's none of the NFL's business or any other employer's business, okay? Um, I'm sorry, you're not talking about a pulled hamstring on the field here. You're not. And again, I know they're a private entity, but that doesn't mean they should do it, okay? Um, that's my issue. Can they? Sure. Businesses can can do a lot of things. It's whether or not they should from a morality standpoint, okay? I don't like it. I don't like that they're choosing to uh, influence their players to do something, cause a clear competitive advantage where you may lose games and lose salaries over the fact that these players, many of them, aren't ready to take this shot. It, it just is what it is. Again, we're not talking about a uh, torn quadricep here from being on the field and running a route. We're not talking about a concussion. We're talking about a literal vaccination. Okay, there are people out there that don't believe in flu vaccines. It is what it is. Again, there's certain a certain thing as a intimate personal bubble. And in my opinion, this falls into said bubble. Okay, these and I commend Feliciano for being an NFL player and making it clear, letting his voice be heard. It's okay to hear everybody that's pro-vaccine, but if you're anti-vaccine, you're not supposed to be heard from? No. No, bro, it don't work that way. Good job, John Feliciano. Mike Florio, continue to say, stay loony, dude. My God, you have been on the forefront of talking up. You Last year, pro football talk, every day you had to go into an hour rant on this damn uh, Wuhan virus. It's ridiculous, man. Come on. These are world-class athletes for the most part. And look, Big Tech, I'm not trying to make some factual statement here, so don't nail the channel. But good God, I mean, for the very high most part, it has been shown that if you are in elite condition and don't have pre-existing conditions, you're, it's probably going to bounce right off of you, and you may not even know you got it. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.